We're good. For 75 years, NCMIC has been doing the right thing for its customers, employees, and the community. Now, here's Miller and Condon. It's five minutes after the hour of 11. NCMIC asks us to remind you of all those farmers markets that are taking place. In fact, we've got the, well, Valley Junction goes tonight. Valley Junction uh, gets underway. They are the Thursday night staple of farmers markets in our area. Nick Mick, NCMIC, uh, asks us to promote those and Valley Junction on tap here tonight. All right, let's head north, shall we? John Shipley, St. Paul Pioneer Press. As we take a look at the Vikings in training camp, we saw them uh, against the Broncos week number one. Uh, Nobody played for the Vikings. Don't know what you can take from that. John Shipley joins us. John Trenton, Ken, thanks for coming on. How are you? You bet I'm good. How are you guys? I'm doing fine. So what was the, I guess, consensus after Saturday's uh, preseason game? Maybe... I mean, nobody played for the Vikings. None of the starters. Yeah. Was it a depth issue? Broncos had better depth than Minnesota? Uh, well, I suppose that's probably true. Um, but I don't know that anyone's really worried about it. Um, I do remember, though, that the 85 Bears lost all of their <laughs> preseason days. There you go. So <laughs> it doesn't really matter. Um, the, the, the big thing everyone's wondering about now is that since there are only two more games, who's going to play tomorrow? That's, or, uh, it was a two on Saturday. You know, his cousin's going to play. Mm-hmm. You know, he was terrible early last year, um, and he didn't have any preseason. That's kind of what people were talking about. Makes sense. Well, I, I saw an injury that certainly perked up the ears and eyes of a lot of people around here. Kenny Nwangu, hyperextended knee against the Broncos in that game. Your thoughts, though, on him, his chances of making the roster, and also the other guy here from the state of Iowa, Amir Smith-Marset. Boy, it feels like Vikings Twitter, at the very least, is in love with the former Hawkeye wide receiver. Yeah, I mean, I like them in college. The college receivers are, you know, they're frustrating. Um, but he, he clearly got better every year, and I think he's had a a good shot. They're pretty deep at receiver, though. My guess is that he's a, he would at least make the practice squad. Um, and then the kid today, we just posted a story um, about Iguano that they expect him back for the regular season that he has a really good shot at. Uh, that's three minutes. Yeah, that, that's that's good news. You know, when I watched uh, Smith Marset uh, last week. I mean, I'd seen him in practice, and I'd seen all the buzz. Boy, it didn't look like that in game number one. He did not, uh, I don't think, equate himself very well to the staff as far as a couple of big drops, I guess, John, is where I'm going. Well, he did that. I mean, that's that's been my, you know, as an Iowa graduate, my gripe with all the receivers for like the past 15 years. Hmm. Um, they, 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 have, they are not a great receiving school. But he's he's talented. You know, he's obviously got some – he's got the, the ability. The problem is, though, like you said, if you're a receiver, you got to catch. Right. And that's your job. Uh, but I would, I also would give him a break at his first NFL. You know, these, these guys, I think they get shell-shocked. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's the difference between someone like Marset and Justin Jefferson, you know, that this, some guys just come in and they're ready. Yeah. And most guys aren't. So – 
you know, like Thielen. He didn't, took him like two years to get him. So, and he's fantastic. So you just never know. Um, but, you know, I, I, you know, who knows, but my guess is he's got a shot at it. Let's uh, go to a possibility, and that is Everson Griffith. Longtime Viking, had a lot of good years there at defensive end for the Vikings. Now he's pushing 34 years old. Production has certainly slipped. He got a tryout with the Vikings. Was that more good feelings, or do you think there's a real chance they're going to sign him and give him a real spot on this roster? I don't know. I mean, I think they're very, they're not happy with um, Weatherly, mm-hmm. um, who's, you know, like a genius, super guy, real smart. Um, but just never, never seems to be what they hoped he would be. And then the kid, I can't remember his name, that he's fighting for. I think the other guy has the inside mind of that job. So, but I don't think they're in an, in an enamored with either of. Them. So my guess is that's why they're bringing Griffin. It also might be to light a fire under him. I I think if Griffin had anything in the tank, he'd be with another team right now. I I don't know, and he's also. A little high maintenance. Yes. So I don't. Yeah, I don't know. My gut. My gut tells me he's not going to be on this team. But like, I'd be surprised. I think Zimmer likes him. I think he's a nice enough guy. But I don't know. Yeah, quite, quite the combo. Like, yeah. Pain, right. pain in the butt, and he's also not very good anymore. <laughs> and he's thirty-four. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> right. You know, I I do like this defensive line, though, John. I mean, with the, maybe the exception of Weatherly, maybe it's Willickis, the kid from Michigan State, who might be on the outside looking in. But then da- Daniel yeah. Hunter is a star. Michael Pierce didn't see him last year, but I saw enough of him in Baltimore to know that he's absolutely legit. And then that other tackle position, whether it be Tomlinson or Sheldon Richardson, who's back again. Couple of names um, at the very least. Absolutely, I I, I like this. I like this unit. I think the defense is going to be a lot better and probably a lot better than people think uh, because of that. I mean, they, they had no line last year. Right. And now they have a, they really only have one spot that they are worried about. That's going to make a major difference on the cornerback for one thing, because that's their weakness right now. Um, you know, I, you still worry about cornerback. I, that's not a good position to be bad at. Right. Um, but they also, you know, they've got Barr back, so now they've got Barr and Kendrick. That's a big deal. I think they're going to be a lot better. Um, and they're really there. You just got to wonder about the offensive line again. Like that's mm-hmm. that's the issue. And is if and is um, Cousins going to get COVID or something? Yeah, you know, that's I, a huge issue. I think people are. That's an issue for people. That a lot of people are angry. You know, you got the people that are. You know, I would never get the vaccine, and they're all behind them. But I think there's a lot more people who are like this guy needs to get the vaccine. He's getting paid twenty five, thirty million dollars, right? To the quarterback. So I, I think that's going to be an issue for a lot of teams. Uh, but you don't want it to be the, you know, your thirty million dollar quarterback. The backup possibly mm. is going to be the rookie Kellen Ma. Not a great debut for him. Against the Broncos, he goes six of sixteen, but never practiced. Though he had what two right. practices, I think. And him maybe. and Stanley and Browning and just the quarterback room and what's happened. It's it's been a mess. There is this. It almost feels like there's this dark cloud hanging over the quarterback room in Minnesota. I I think that well, there is. I think a little bit on the fan side. I don't know what it's like internally, but I do know that Zimmer's angry with these guys. Yeah, like really angry. That's not a great start to this. Um, and do you trust these guys 
I mean, they're going to need their backups. Got to be able to play, you know. And I, do they? I don't know if they're not going to get vaccinated. Do they keep these? Do they quarantine the guys during the week? Mm. You know, do they? They hold their meetings via Zoom. I mean, it's a it's an issue. I don't. I don't. I mean, personally, I don't understand it, but um, it's a it's a big issue. And if I'm Zimmer, I I feel like I finally got this defense I want. Mm-hmm. And I don't want – they've always got something wrong, right? There's always the defense is great and there's the offensive line. They, they theoretically could kind of have a really good team this year. And it would be a shame to have – lose a couple games because of someone who's not back, I think. I'm with you. Uh, Nate Stanley seems as though he's up against it. He was one of those QBs and is the fourth string QB. You don't want to do anything to catch your coach's eye in a negative light, and he clearly did uh, as he was caught up in that. Browning was the only guy for a while there. Nate Stanley seems like he's a long shot to to make this roster to you, John. Yeah, I'd I'd be surprised. I think he also didn't practice yesterday or the day before. I, I I don't see that happen. What about Darisaw? Uh, he's hurt, right? Oh, the offensive Yeah, line. the first-round pick. He's hurt, right? Yes, apparently. Yeah, I, yeah, that, that would be bad. I don't know how badly he's hurt, though, but they're counting on him. I mean, he's, they want him to play. I, and I'm, I apologize. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember what's wrong with him. It's another revolution around the sun, and we're talking the same thing. Offensive line woes with the Minnesota Vikings. Some things change. Yeah. Many stay the same, and that's the case there with the Vikings. Ken, anything else on football before we get to another team going through some hey, Well, struggles? yeah, just kind of expectations uh, in the Twin Cities. I mean, we know PA's got him 16-0, and he's still <laughs> looking for their first loss. Well, that's one of the beauties of our, of our friend Paul Allen. Uh, but what are our expectations? Certainly not once they were bef- uh, after uh, number 12 came back and said he's going to play quarterback for Green Bay. But like you, John, I think this team is a is a legitimate playoff contender. How about that? Yeah, absolutely. I think, I mean, just as an outsider who doesn't have a you know, horse in the race, I, I think they can be pretty good. I think there's certainly maybe a 10-win team if things go well, maybe more. I I like the team. I like what they've got coming back, and I like, you know, their running back, and mm-hmm. I like their receivers a lot. I mean, they really, they look terrific on paper. I oh. I don't know what the buzz. I don't feel a whole lot of buzz about them right now. I, you know, mm. Minnesota fans. It doesn't take them long to give up on something, <laughs> right. you know, emotionally. So they're probably going to wait and see. And I forget who they they play with Atlanta in their opener. I can't remember. But Cincinnati. you know, if they win that, okay. If they win that, that's right at Cincinnati. If they win that game by twenty, and they, they're going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, right. If, uh, you know, if it's yeah. if not, I don't know. Um. What about Justin Jefferson? Set a very high bar. He was the leader of that incredibly, I think, gifted rookie class. You mentioned guys that sometimes takes a while for their light to go on. Jerry Judy, I watched him drop more passes last year than he ever did at Alabama, and I still think he's going to be a star. Jefferson came right out of the shoot, and he was one of those guys that was ready to play from week one, and he wowed the league. Is there another level for him, do you think? You know, I don't know, and this is going to be an interesting season because they're going to pay more attention to him than they do to Fields. Right. Uh, so it could be. It's a great problem to have for the Vikings. It's, it's not maybe not so good for Jefferson. I don't. I don't think he's Randy Moss. You know, he doesn't. Mm-hmm. He's not that fast. Um, 
Miles was a freak. Uh, I don't know if he's, you know, like that. And I don't know if he's like Fitzgerald, who's super, mm-hmm. you know, never got hurt, best hands. You know, I don't know if he's one of those guys. But, I, yeah, I think he could be better. I mean, he's going he's gonna to learn to be better. But the whole thing is in football is that they, they, they pay attention to the top guy. And then they, yeah. Yeah, I mean, how many guys, I remember Jeff Graham with the Bears had this great season. He was like the second or third receiver because Curtis Conway was on the team. And then he went somewhere else and was, was not a number one receiver. Jefferson is clearly a number one receiver. That's, that's not an issue. I just wonder if Thielen's going to have a fantastic year if he stays healthy. He's a good number two, and we've certainly seen that throughout <laughs> yeah, his career. I'll say, yeah, <laughs> you're a good place there. Let's uh, go to Target Field and the Twins playing their best baseball of the season, beating good teams, winning series. It all doesn't matter. There's still 13 games under 500, but we're uh, coming up to the five year anniversary of the hiring of Felvey and Levine to run the front office for the Twins. Three playoff years oh. in five seasons, a half decade in. Has this been a success? Oh sure, yeah. I mean the. They're really very smart, and they and they're very modern. You know, they they say things like you know in that space, you know, and they're worried about people's feelings. And, you know, they're not that old. That's kind of why they got rid of Molitor, who was a very nice guy, but he was not was not sparing feelings and stuff like that. They're very they're very modern. I think that's the way baseball's going. And I love, I, frankly, I love the way they were proactive with trading Barrios, and um, mm-hmm. certainly Cruz was going to happen. But Barrios, they got a couple of guys at AAA that could be in the rotation right away. They, they, they didn't get guys who were first-round picks out of high school. You know, I, I think that was smart. Barrios was probably not going to sign here for what they wanted to pay him. Um, so they're certainly not afraid to do things. Uh, they've been good. Uh, they, this was just a terrible year, and and frankly, a lot of the decisions they made were bad. colomay has been bad. Uh, Shoemaker was a disaster. Hap was a disaster. They tried to, you know, go cheap. They were relying on the top three guys: Pineda, Maeda, and uh, Barrios. Maeda, you know, had a spark fly out or something. It was bad for us. They had a lot of things go wrong. I think you can blame the season almost entirely. On Colomay, in some ways, they were hot out of the box, and then he blew two or three saves, and they never recovered, and they never were able to count on him, and they didn't have a closer. And then Rogers got hurt. So this has been a really bad season, but I also don't expect them to be terrible next year. I think I think they'll they could probably contend at least for a while. Do they sign the center fielder? What's Buxton's destiny? They have to. Yeah, they have to. It, it would be. You know, I feel up for the kid. He's a really nice guy, and he works really hard. But, man, he's hes like a, you know, the rubber bands are tight, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's always something with him. But, I, and I wrote a column about this. You know, Molitor was an accident-prone guy when he was young. He's in the Hall of Fame. Right. You can't give up on him. He could be Ricky Henderson or better. I mean, thats he's only 27 and I think people would be really angry. You know, when, when Ortiz left, no one cared. He, right. you know, Ortiz did nothing for them. No one cared. And, yeah. you know, people would gripe in retrospect, but no one really doesn't do much. But I think if Buxton went somewhere and was good, people would be angry. Andrelton Simmons was uh, brought in one year. Yeah, that's it, another bad. Yeah, and it's not just what's happened on the field. 
the off-the-field stuff, too. There, there's been some wild theories that he's thrown out there on Twitter. They're going to be looking for a shortstop. And doesn't look like you know, Royce Lewis isn't going to be ready yet. You're not going to have anybody at that point. Is it? Do you anticipate that the Twins are going to spend, that they're going to go out and there's a slew of great shortstops that'll be on the market that they'll spend for that? Go after a Noah Syndergaard. Go after a free agent pitcher. Is this a, a winter where we anticipate the Twins are going to spend? I think they will. Um, you know, with Donald, you know, they showed that with Donaldson, what was that, two years ago? That they thought there were a few things, a few pieces away, and I think they're going to act like that again. I will say, though, and I said this a couple months ago, why did they just not put Arise and Blanco in there and just bench this guy? Yeah. He's a rally killer, and he hasn't, I mean, he's a good defense, defensive player, but he hasn't been that. You know, I don't, I don't think he's substantially better than Polanco at shortstop. Uh, so, yeah, I think they might. But I also think, you know, Arise has to play every day. I think he's too good a hitter. I, I think they need to stop pussyfooting around with him and putting him in the outfield and putting him here. I think they need to find a spot and put him there, to be honest with you. And I'd put it at second base. I I don't know. I, I like Polanco and, and Arise as a couple. They've played together a long time. But I do think they'll spend, they'll spend money on something. I don't think they'll try to be cheap again on pitching which means probably they won't get any. <laughs> right. But, uh, um, but yeah, I, they'll make a big move, I would imagine. They have to. They just sold, you know, their best pitcher. So, and, and I don't think they're afraid to. I think they want to win. You know, they're young guys. They're, you know, they're video game guys. You know, fantasy baseball guys. You know, they're, they're going to make a move, and they have the real money. Got a chance. We'll get you out. John Shipley from the Pioneer Press here. Also do work at the... Minnesota gopher side of things on the college side. Wisconsin, the favorite in the West. Iowa, the second choice. And then, certainly, I think many people make an argument that the gophers and Phil Fleck, he's going to make a comeback here after the down year a season ago. Your outlook on Minnesota football this season? They should be better. I, their running backs terrific. Yes. And they, they return most of their offensive line. You know, the defense is the issue. It's like the old Glenn Mason days. Um, <laughs> They were really bad last year. I don't know that they got a ton of guys to come in, but they should be better. Um, they'll be better than Nebraska. I'll tell you that. <laughs> um, so, I, you know, I think I, I think Iowa might be, you know, a little better than they are just because they're they've been good for twenty years, and the Cobras are still kind of trying to figure that out. But I, I expect them to contend. I don't think they'll win the West, but I think they're a bowl team. A lot riding on. Not riding on the QB, Tanner Morgan. He's got to bounce yeah, back exactly. to him. And he was so good two years ago. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So I don't. Yeah. So I don't know. But he he doesn't have uh, what's the, the receivers Bateman yeah, on yeah. the outside. Right. Yeah. And Artem Bell, he's hurt. I believe. So, yeah, he is. Yeah. So that's that's an issue. Because um, if if they have receivers and they get that passing game going with Ibrahim, uh, uh, yep. That's a scary option. Nope, no doubt about it. Great stuff. John Shipley, Pioneer Press. Thank you for coming on, John. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you. Take care. Yep, you do the same. John Shipley, formerly the Des Moines Register, now of the St. Paul Pioneer Press as we check north. Uh, Do a quick checkup on the uh, Vikings, the Twins, and the Gophers. We will be hearing from our friend in Las Vegas, Derek Stevens. He owns Circa. He's coming up next. A couple of massive contests he's upside down in. Uh, trying to He'll get those be okay. I'm, look, I, I'm looking at the numbers right now. It's always the week before that no, they get, I get all it. the contests. Everybody joins he's late. Fine. I'm with you. I'm with you. He's upside down $5 million, though, in the 
the Survivor Contest. Once he got 2.7 in there right now, he's all right. Well, we'll see. <laughs> we shall see. Well, ultimately, he'll be okay. Uh, yeah, he will. Absolutely. He'll be with us when we come back. Miller and Condit, 1460 KXNO, 106. Courage League Sports and Opportunity on Deck have joined forces to increase the positive impacts on youth through the growth and evolution of adaptive and no-cost recreation programs. The organizations are now Can Play. Can Play supplements the cost of recreation programs and adapts the play to the skill level for each child. Can Play Sports Game for Good is coming up on Sunday, September 19th at Principal Park. To play, coach, donate, or volunteer, go to canplaysports.org slash game for P.com. Building a better community doesn't happen overnight. It takes hard work, dedication, and sacrifice. It takes a team, and it takes time. That's why for 75 years, we at NCMIC have been here working for you and with you. But this anniversary, we're not just looking back. We're focusing on the future, on building Iowa, on the better days ahead, and on how together we can all start taking the path forward. Fasts all in one act. You can see it. Picture it. The building you've always wanted. An expansion of your existing business. A new retail center where your growth really begins to take off. You've got the vision, but now what? Now you connect with Graphite Construction Group. Formerly Roshan Corporation of Iowa, Graphite Construction Group is the partner you want to match your vision. From the moment you first connect to long after the build is complete, nobody does it better than Graphite Construction Group. See why at Graphite GR. iHeart Media. Now back to Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO and 106.3 FM. Here's Ken and Trent. Hi, welcome back. It's Miller and Condon. We're on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO, 106.3 on the FM dial. We take you until noon. Murph and Andy uh, at 1. Then the Fanatics at 3. Let's head to Vegas, shall we? We have spoken a lot about uh, Circus Sportsbook. It is a palace three stories high. And that's the indoor. That's not even talking about the stadium swim. Uh, and we will get to that in a second. Derek Stevens owns Circa. It is his vision that came to fruition. And Derek Stevens uh, joins us. Uh, Derek, Trent Condon, Ken Miller, thanks. Good to talk to you again, Derek Stevens. How are you? Oh, good. Ken, Trent, great to talk to you. Glad to be talking in Iowa today. Yeah, I can't wait. You guys are here on the ground in Iowa, and I know that's coming. We'll get to that. But, you know, I want to start, uh, Derek, with the, the contest and you putting up essentially uh, $10 million of your own money to uh, to host these uh, events, the Survivor Contest being one of them. Um, it's Look, and I know that as of now, uh, you don't have the participation you're looking for, but let's get into some of the particulars. You have to go one time. It's open to anybody in the country, but you have to register in person uh, and then find a proxy. Uh, so are you seeing lots? Is I guess is it, is it picking up there because we get closer to NFL kickoff? Oh, yeah, it's absolutely picking up. Uh you know, we wanted to do this. Uh, you know, we've done the Circus Sports Millions. Uh, this is our third year with that, and this is our second year with Circus Survivor. And what we wanted to do is we wanted to push the envelope. Uh, I wanted to push our team, push myself, and, uh, and yeah, we're guaranteeing $4 million in the millions, and we're guaranteeing $6 million in Survivor. And, yeah, the way it works is all you have to do is you have to register at one of our properties in Las Vegas, and then you can play from anywhere. You can put your own picks in while you're in Vegas, but 
you can use a proxy to put the picks in for you. So it's kind of a unique element. It's all legal. And, um, and you know, now, now at this time of year, you know, when we're looking at, you know, getting towards the end of August and uh, in the first part of September, um, there's an awful lot of professional proxies that are uh, at, at, at our sports books. And uh, they're kind of putting office hours up because there's so <laughs> many walk-ins uh, that they're dealing with. I mean, most people make, uh, make an appointment. But uh, but they deal with a lot of walk-ins, so it's really picking up right now. I mean, right now we're at about thirteen hundred entries in the in the millions, and uh, we just crossed over a thousand entries in Survivor yesterday. Great contest! It's fun. It's simple, yet it's also trying to show who's the best handicapper out there. And it's not breaking the bank either. A thousand dollars, you break it down over an eighteen-week now NFL schedule. What, 70 bucks a week? Yeah. Uh, You're going to be betting that regardless here. It's a great way to be involved and know you got a chance. And even if you get off to a rough start, I know with the Circa Millions contest, you also have those mini contests Mm -hmm. inside of it. There's always a chance to make money throughout the season. Yeah, you know, that's that's the one thing that the Circa Millions is more a a traditional uh, football contest. So you're picking five games against a point spread every week. And, um, you know, the, we're, we're guaranteeing $4 million in, in, uh, in, in that contest. If we go over 4,000 entries, then 100% of it goes back to all the players. There's no rake in this contest at all. Mm. So $3 million is what we're guaranteeing for the overall, overall season. And then we're guaranteeing a million dollars that gets split up into four quarters. And the way we do that is week one to four, week, you know, week five, five to five to nine. Um, so we kind of split it out that way where we break up the four quarters. So in the first quarter, um, yeah, if you get hot, you go 18 and 18 and two, there's a pretty good chance you're going to, you're going to be involved in the quarter million that we're giving away in that first quarter. So, and like you said, if you have a rough start, um, you're always, you're always ready to go for the next quarter. So a lot of options to win. And like I said, it's the more traditional, uh, type of football contest. Um, the survivor is a little bit different, you know, survivor is a, is a, is a contest that, uh, got a lot of publicity last year and a lot of fun. Um, we never played in a survivor. The way it works is you pick, you pick a team, just one team a week, no point spreads involved at all. And, uh, once you pick the team, if you pick a team that wins outright, uh, for example, in week one, let's just use the 49ers over the, over the lions as, as an example. If the 49ers win and you selected the 49ers, you become eligible to play week two. Now you got to pick another team in week two. The tricky thing is once you pick the team, you can't pick a team the rest of the year. So it progressively gets a little bit, a little bit more difficult. What a lot of people don't know though is you don't have to win the whole thing to make some money because if you get to, let's just say Thanksgiving time frame, you ought to be able to hedge your, hedge your, hedge your bets because you're only going to, there's only going to be, uh, you know, a handful of people are that, are that are still going to be in there. So you'll be able to hedge a little bit and make money, even if you don't win the whole thing. What's what's kind of crazy about this was last year we guaranteed a million in the initial circuit survivor, and this year we really pushed it. We're guaranteeing six million. So mm. I don't know that we'll get to the six million. So for the positive uh, EV players out there, right. um, you can consider this uh, the circuit sports gift to the gambler. <laughs> Indeed, it is. It's a great Big thing. overlay right now. Well, speaking of circuit sports and what you guys have done there since you've opened, Ken and I were there earlier this summer. Walk in. Pictures don't do the sports book justice. The vision that you had, Derek, to have a sports book like this. I know you've said in the past that. 
People said, you're crazy. That's not where the money is anymore. You built this thing up, and for a sports gambler, it is paradise. Yeah, you know, I, I've been coming to Vegas a long time, but I, I, I've certainly always always enjoyed uh, Saturdays and Sundays in, in a great sports book. And, you know, back when I started coming, I never envisioned that I have the ability to uh, own a casino, let alone own, build, and design one. So, yeah, we we, uh, we had some thoughts. It goes back for me a long, long ways. Uh, you know, we want to provide those wow moments to people. And, uh, you know, if you're a sports fan, we figure if you're going to come to Vegas, you're going to come see the world's largest sports book. So we want people to come check it out, take some pictures, and uh, if you want to hang out, uh, we have the ability to uh, you know rent a rent a table, rent a booth, you know rent 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 uh, some some big uh, lounge chairs, things like that, and, and and watch the watch the game of your choice. Um, we we created the world's largest sports book, and yeah, we did it for a reason. So it's some it's it's some for me, which I I really kind of love. It's uh it we designed it in a way that's a place that I want to hang out with my buddies. So that's kind of where I'm posting up every Sunday. <laughs> Don't blame you. So the stadium swim did that come afterwards? I mean, the three story sports book, the stadium style seating, was that on the drawing board first, or was stadium swim first? Because it is as equally as popular. Well. You know the sports book, uh, sports book concept. You know the three story, like the theater style seating and all that. That's been something I guess you could say, been in the back of my mind for a long, long time. Uh, you know, well over a decade. Um, Stadium Swim evolved in, in a different manner. You know, Vegas is pretty unbelievable with like 325 days worth of sunshine and, and things like that. And, you know, my my wife always enjoyed going to a going to a swimming pool on Sundays, and and you know I'd go with her, and I I enjoy that too. Problem is, I always had about ten, twelve bets on games, and I couldn't <laughs> couldn't, couldn't couldn't have a place to watch. So it kind of evolved, you know, it kind of evolved organically. And uh, yeah, we built a, a monster screen outside. We did this JV with uh, with uh, Dactronics, and we have a hundred and forty three foot high def screen outside. You know, we got the eight pools at Stadium Swim, and we're open 365 days a year. And It's just a great place to enjoy either, uh, you know, Las Vegas sunshine or, or, you know, once the sun sets. We're actually doing more business once sun sets because people love to rent a cabana or a poolside box or, you know, change lounges. Or just even in the winter, you jump in the pool. It's a great place to watch a football game or a hockey game. Derek Stevens owns uh, Circa. He joins Miller and Condon here on 1460 KXNO and 106.3 FM. Derek, first, um, this might be getting a little too deep in the weeds, but I, the, the Federal Wire Act that prevents you from you know opening this up to, to residents of Iowa that you don't have to get on the plane. Of course, horse racing, you can bet from any state, for the most part, uh, and transfer money to the, uh, to the host tracks pools. Do you think that'll ever change? Derek, I was kind of surprised um, that when sports wagering, the wages exploded through all the states, and I know you guys are in Colorado and will be next month here in the state of Iowa. Do you think it'll ever change that that will be uh, you'll be allowed to you know to transfer money over the Wire Act? Well, I'll tell you that's a great question, and it's probably a question that's more more suited to a podcast. It's going to take yeah, about an hour to explain point. it. But but uh, but. You know, when when, uh, when PASPA was repealed, the key thing that, that came about was that it became a state's rights issue. And when that occurred, we all immediately thought, oh, boy, you're going to have 50 states with 50 different sets of rules. Um, you know, anywhere from some states are not going to accept sports wagering and others are going to jump on it. I mean, we knew New Jersey was going to be the first one to jump. 
and, and it's good to see other states other states jump on it. The difficulty in navigating the waters here is that every state has different rules, and the rule sets are not um, they're 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 not close. Some of them are very very different. You know, Nevada is an example. This is a state where you have to make every wager at a counter, um, or if you open an app, you have to deposit at a, at a casino counter. Colorado is far the other way, where it's a remote registration and remote funding state. So you just you could be sitting in your living room, uh, take a screenshot of your driver's license. You can you could open an account and then you could fund with uh, with your debit card. Um, you know, Iowa started off you know one way where you had to you had to go to a casino, and then you know just recently now has gone to remote registration, remote funding. So so the the the, the, the issue is the fact that there's so many different rules. Different states have different rules for contests. There's different rules for pools. One of the, one of the key elements in, in doing the Circus Sports Million and the Circus Survivor is that it has to be a Nevada-based pool, which means, which means uh, the, all the money has to come in in the state of Nevada. If we were to do a contest in a state that would allow a contest, it could only be from from participants within the state, and and you know obviously we wouldn't be able to offer ten million dollars right. just a guarantee, and I really don't want to offer like a, like a twenty thousand or forty thousand dollar contest, you know. So we we really wanted to create the world's largest football contest and and do it out of circus. So I, I hope I condensed that down, but uh, but it's a very very uh, interesting and lengthy lengthy discussion. It is. And, well, you mentioned the rules here in our state. You guys will be part of our state, hopefully here pretty soon. Tell us a little bit what you can, you guys, circa getting into the state of Iowa, what the plans for the gambler, looking for a new book, what you guys will be able to have for us here in the Hawkeye State. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're very excited about Iowa. This is going to be our third state for circus sports. You know, I'd say the one one real unique element about circus sports is that uh, – we actually we don't we don't shy away from professional betters and we don't shy away from large bets. Um, we we really like to what we say kind of create the market, and uh, and we're, we're not going to turn turn a player away. I mean, a guy goes twelve and zero. Um, we're going to use the information. So we uh, we've kind of got the reputation that we take the largest bets out there. We we uh, we work with we work with from a recreational uh, recreational better to to people that are want to bet six digits on games. I've always been a big believer that uh, as a sports gambler, what's really, really important is what we call, what we say is you got to have a lot of outs. You can't have, you can't get one number. You know, if you're looking at a golf tournament, you're looking at a NASCAR race, or for that matter, you're looking at a football game. Over the course of a year, you know, a half a point in the football game is going to make a, you know, a big difference to your bankroll over, over the course of the year. When you're looking at these golf tournament odds or futures odds on who's going to win a World Series or the, or the Super Bowl, something like that, you know, you really got to shop. That that's what's going to really impact your bottom line, your bankroll as a gambler. So what we think Circus Sports brings to the table is another out, another really really good out, and uh, gives the oppor- gives the opportunity for for everyone in Iowa 
to uh, to get another uh, a, a, another way to shop. So that's what we think we're bringing to the table. Well, and you got the right partner here in the state of Iowa, too. The, the folks at Wild Rose, a very good group over there, and I know you're associated with them. We can't wait until you hear Derek Stevens. Listen, best of luck again. You have to get to Vegas one time, and you have to do so. Contest closes, what, I'm guessing Thursday? The Thursday with the uh, Cowboys and the Patriots uh, closes sometime that day? Uh, it closes actually on Saturday, the eleventh. Gotcha. PM. But the but the issue is, it's a good good idea to say say uh, a couple days before because I'm sure that uh, on the Friday and that Saturday morning, you know, the proxies are going to have every uh, every appointment that they have yeah. booked. So you got to get it in. You got to get it in. Uh, get it in early. I would not wait till the Saturday morning before uh, before opening day. Good stuff, uh, Derek Stevens. Uh, congratulations on the palace that you have built, uh, and uh, we'll talk to you down the line. Thank you, Derek. Appreciate it. Say hi to your crew out there for us. We certainly enjoyed our time. And thanks a lot for coming to visit us. I really appreciate it, and we're we're looking forward to work with you and every and everybody in uh, in Iowa. So thanks a lot, fellas. Yeah, good to talk to you, Derek. Thanks, Derek. Thank you, Derek Stevens. Uh, the owner of Circa, as we take a look at uh, what's going on out there. There's a lot of money on the line, $10 million. Yes. Ooh, baby, that's fun. Well, when you brought up you know, what he kind of was on the hook for, I was just looking at the, the Circa Millions contest. Oh, he's in deep water right now. <laughs> right, and then I saw the Survivor. They went over 1000 today. So but- there's $6 million. That's what he's got. Mm-hmm. And prior to getting past that, he was hooked over $5 million. Yeah, now he's just under $5 million. Right. Now, as you get... Remember, we're still almost... No, I get two it. and a half yeah, weeks. Away. I get it, right? And a lot of those guys, they'll sign up the week. Of. Mm-hmm. That's the pros, the people that think they're pros out there. Everybody will be signing up for that. And we've all, I think, played in some kind of survivor contest. If you're, yes, even office pools, you know, have these kind uh-huh. of things. The part of it, though, that's just so intriguing is that Thanksgiving Day. So you look at the slate, but if you've used There's six teams, four of those six teams, well, I guess I got to use the Lions, right? It very well could come down to that. Right. You're 100 percent right. You're 100 right. I think it was Gil Alexander who works for Vison out there. He was in the contest last year. He was still in one of his entries alive last year, and that's what he talked about. Is even leading up, it got to November, and you already have to be looking to Thanksgiving Day to yes. figure out who do I save. Right. It's a great different element to a. Very simple survivor contest that we all, I think, know pretty well. No, uh, you're 100% right, Trent. And uh, like you say, you've got to look for that week 12, which of those teams that are playing that you don't want to use early because (laughs) you may get stuck with the Lions. Um, Bears, Detroit. Raiders, Cowboys, Bills, Saints. That's your Thanksgiving slate. We'll come back, finish things up. Miller and Condon, 1460 KXNO. 1-0. Wolf Roofing has learned a few things over the years. We understand that no one wants their home improvement project to drag on. So at Wolf Roofing, we plan for your project well before we set foot on site. As a result, most projects are done in one day. We also know... Quality is important in the big things like a proper installation and in the details like cleaning up well and using magnets to find stray nails. Find us on the web at wolfroofing.net or give us a call 225 88 
You heard it right. DraftKings giving all new players $200 in free bets instantly when you place a bet of $1 on any college football game, no matter what. Head to DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Check out all the great promotions and daily odds boosts that they're offering. DraftKings, safe, secure, reliable, located right here in the United States. So easy to deposit. Withdraw your fund at your convenience. So you say, man, this sounds great. Ken, Trent, how do we get involved? It's easy. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use the promo code KXNO to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any college football game. Promo code KXNO to get your free $200 in free bets instantly for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. I will only new customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call all in one app. All right, Miller and Condon, final couple of minutes here on a Thursday. What's on tap for you tonight? Oh, not a whole lot. We preseason football. Yeah, no? that's for me. Yeah. I mean, I'm watching the. I want to see Mac Jones. Right. Uh, yep. Um, and I want to see uh, Jalen Hurts as well for for the Eagles. That's what mm. uh, NFL Network six thirty. Maybe a little Cardinals. We'll send uh, John Lester there uh, to the bump tonight. Oh. Although he was good last time. He was. Dylan Cease this afternoon. Mm-hmm. Twins Yankees. I don't. I will. Oh, is that the on. matchup this weekend? Yeah, they got four. Oh boy. No, we don't. Well, Twins are playing well. So are the Yankees, they though. Are. But you know what? Maybe is there a letdown? The Yankees and the Red Sox. Ah, oh, these Twins. They're look where they are. They stink. Maybe is that what you're playing? No. no. Free Square Yankees Twins. Now I'll play all four of these games. I'm sure. All right, that will do it for us here today. This time tomorrow, we will have just wrapped up our Claxons Barbecue giveaway. Uh, Murph and Andy, in an hour and five minutes, the Fanatics at 3, Barnstormer Weekly, tonight at 6. Thanks for being here. Miller and Condon, every Monday through Friday from 10 to noon on 1460 and 106.3 FM.